Welcome to Movie Maniacs. Mike Rags and Chuck Curry discussing the greatest movies of all time and all the new films in theaters and streaming that you need to know about. Like us, rate us, share us. Now, here are your hosts, Mike Rags and Chuck Curry. All right, we're back with another edition of Movie Maniacs as we head towards the middle of August. Uh, I'm actually recording this on my birthday weekend, if you can believe it or not. Got a lot to do, including look ahead to the fall. And as long as the Delta variant doesn't go crazy and we're keeping our fingers crossed there, we're going to see some movies coming out from uh, September 1st through Thanksgiving that we're going to want to talk about and uh, get ahead of ourselves here and hope hopefully all these movies get released on time and all that kind of fun stuff two movies got released this weekend in the theaters don't breathe Two, the sequel to the uh sleeper hit from a few years back and uh free guy which stars ryan reynolds and others and uh i got a chance to see that along with the aretha franklin biopic uh respect r-e-s-p-e-c-t let's give him some respect right now and bring him onto the show i'm mike rags this is chuck curry chuck how you doing my friend i'm doing good mike Good to be back. How you doing? Good. Uh, uh, so um, Free Guy, uh, directed by Sean Levy and starring Ryan Reynolds. I got a chance to see it with my daughter last night. I got to tell you, we saw it in an IMAX theater and Chuck for the first time since what? Uh, maybe last well, two Christmas seasons ago. Mm-hmm. It felt like the movie experience that we've been waiting for for quite some time. And I'll tell you why. Not only was it an admirable film, it has some good laughs, some good special effects, and a great lead performance by Ryan Reynolds. It's basically a quasi-remake of The Truman Show, a pretty clever one at that, too. And it actually turns into a decent love story as well, along with the, you know, the goofy uh, game, uh, you know, gamers and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, but what, what I was really impressed by was in the middle of the movie, I'd say about three quarters of the way in Chuck, there's a cameo in this film that brought the house down. Really? And, yeah. And and I hadn't cheered in a movie theater. And I, I right after it happened, I kept thinking to myself, this is unique. This is why we go to the movies. This now, is why you, you say brought the house down. How many people in the house? Oh, it was pretty full. It was about three quarters of the way full. It's pretty good on, on a Saturday night on a Friday night, uh, eight yeah. o'clock IMAX. And people cheering, laughing. It was a perfect timing and a perfect cameo by a perfect star. And when you see it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, and it just reminded me why we do the thing we do, why why we're itching to get back in the theater and why this experience of stream, streaming a movie far is less superior than going to the theater and being there with a communal crowd and getting together. And I really wanted to bring that up. It's a three star solid uh, fun action comedy movie and Ryan Reynolds really eats this role up. He's perfect for it. And again, it really will remind you of the Truman show a lot right down to the climactic ending. Um, I enjoyed it. It's a perfect movie for the theaters right now. And hopefully people go out and see it, but this can't, you know, Chuck, my daughter actually after the film, cause she, she every time we watch a movie, we'll watch like, um, you know, a movie like Terminator. We've been watching, you know, the greats or a diehard movie. I tell, and I tell her, you know, when, when he says that line, Bella, yeah. the theater went nuts and cheered and went crazy. And she asks me other moments in films that people, you know, so I tell her, I give you another one, like in Die Hard, when he says, welcome to the party, pal. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Um, exactly. Or when, uh, you know, even in the fourth one, when uh, he says, yippee Kaye" at the very end, I said, yeah, yeah the, when I saw it, people cheered because you had to wait a long time for that. So, you know, the Jurassic Park, all those scenes just. So after this movie, she actually said to me, that was the first time I cheered in the movie theater. Wow, that's really cool. That's really cool. You know, and uh, 
you know, it, it just like I said before, and I can't rave about it. You know, it's not a great movie, but it, it just gave you that experience of, geez, no, we don't. We want people back in the theaters. And this is why, you know, this is why we go back. So for that moment alone, if you get a chance to see it in a full theater, you're going to enjoy Free Guy. No doubt about it. And I know it did well on Thursday. I guess it's still trending pretty well, right? Uh, it's um, estimated at about around a $27 million opening week, which from what I read, Disney's ecstatic. It's an original product, the original concept. It's not a sequel. It's it's not a it's it's so they're they're very happy with that number from what i hear it's again it's a 45 day window this is not a day to day right so it, it they, they the word of mouth they expect to be good they think it'll have legs and we'll see and the lead uh, actress in the film uh, uh her name is uh jody comer who's on that killing eve show on hulu i think it is right um, she's very good. She basically plays two different parts in the film, too. And let me tell you, there's an hysterical extended cameo by Channing Tatum, who's, you know, again, there's another guy who doesn't hasn't worked much on the big screen, but he's got some really funny scenes opposite of uh, Ryan Reynolds. So oh, cool. Uh, it's really and 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 Taike Watiti is really funny as the villain in it, too. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's got some really good stuff in it. And uh, I hope you go to see it. Um, cause you'll, you'll really appreciate. And uh, you know, there was another cheer moment and there was almost like an, awe like that Alex Trebek has a cameo in him as well. Wow. Okay. And, and people reacted to him, seeing him I up on imagine. screen. Yeah. I can imagine. So uh, I, some, I got some good stuff. I got a half a review. Don't get mad. <laughs> HBO max. I watched the first half of the suicide squad. Okay. And I got to tell you, um, the tone is bizarre. Yeah. I mean, like it's almost like. It almost feels like a parody a little bit. Like yeah. it's weird. Yeah. And you know, the first like the, the opening sequence when you know, a lot of people die in the opening sequence. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I I'll, I'll spoil it because it happens quickly. But like Jai Courtney is boomerang from the first film. Yeah, just, they kill off about three, like, four babies. characters. Yeah. It's just weird, and then yeah. and then the violence is sort of like it's like um it's almost cartoony, but it's like. It's nasty and cartoony. It's just weird. It's a, it has a really weird feel to it. Yeah, and it, uh, to me, if it and if it and if it doesn't catch you, you're going to be like uninterested. I, right, I, away. I, right. I think it, you either buy into the tone or you don't. Right. And I think that's the reaction. The people who dig it really dig it, and the people who don't, they just don't. And it's sort of it. It. it I can't describe it. You got to see it. It just has a. a a real quirky tone to it. I don't know if it, I don't know if that tone is right. What I also would argue is like it, it almost makes it a pointless sequel at that point in time. That not it doesn't advance any kind of storyline within the framework of that universe, and it just it it's just it almost it's gratuitous in its violence. Um, like I, I, I said, it all I last think, week. after after the numbers, I don't think we're going to see another one. No, I don't think so. I mean, he he's like pitching the idea, James Gunn of the suicide squad versus justice league. That's not going to happen. Right. Well, uh, it, it's, uh, it was an interesting line though, in the beginning of the movie, when, when he says, um, when, when he, when he says that, uh, he, he shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah that was interesting. Yeah. That was interesting. Uh, no doubt about it. Um, and again, it, Idris Elba holds the screen. There's no doubt. Yeah, about no, no, it. he's good. There's some good stuff in it. I'm not saying there is some good, good too. It. It good. Just, it's yeah. tone. Is, is a little offsetting. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't work for me, at least. Um, yeah. 
All right, what kind of movie news we got out there, Chuck? I, I did see that Idris Elba is actually going to be in the next Sonic movie. He's going to be a, a, another villain added to the Sonic movie. I guess yeah, I don't with... care about that one, do you? Nah, well, not really. Yeah, Although here's an interesting that movie we... was better than I thought it should have been. Here, I will say that. Here's, here's something interesting. Think about this, because we just brought up the Suicide Squad. Sylvester Stallone is the voice of King Shark in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. So the Suicide Squad was number one at the box office last week. Stallone has appeared in number one grossing movies at least one time for six straight decades. That's impressive, Mike. It is impressive. How many people could say, I don't know, is anybody could say that? Uh, And no, I mean, not because if you think about this decade, who else could have possibly been around? I mean, maybe Harrison Ford, maybe, but Harris, you know, Arnold didn't hit big to the eighties. No, Arnold, and he he hasn't had anything in the tens, right? So, I mean, if you want to get technical and say Harrison Ford was in the last, um, well, Har- Harrison Ford would he's be in the well, last Star Wars movie as a cameo in that, right? So, yeah, if you want to get technical, he might yeah. have done it, but Maybe. you're right. Um, it's in a con- let's put it this way: when when the annals of move of movie history are made, let's say in 20, 20 years, even go back, go ahead, twenty thirty, Stallone's Stallone is very very important to the movie industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Um, and he found different ways to do that, too. It wasn't all Rocky. Um, there's no doubt about it. Uh, by the what way, do you, what do you, what do you another, think of this? What do you think of this one? Um, Venom, let there be uh, let there be carnage has yeah. been pushed, pushed ahead at what, like a month and a half. Not that long, not that much, but we said last week, I, I, I just hope that uh, some of the other releases like Bond or West Side Story and getting the same idea. I hope not. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about that in a bit with the with the fall movie preview and the, some of those titles you're talking about. No doubt about what it. What do you think about Emma Stone agreeing to a sequel to Cruella for Disney? I just uh, saw I was just going to bring that up. So doesn't guess, that make doesn't that make Scarlett Johansson look make make her look yeah. worse? Yep, it no? does. She must have got paid, right? She must they must have figured out a way to keep her happy. So it does make that. Uh, and don't you think in the long run, Disney would have made Scarlett Johansson happy somehow? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, no doubt about it. And uh, yeah, it's a bad play. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. Um, I did see too, Chuck, that, um, you know, uh, it is Friday the 13th yeah. yesterday. So yeah. it, we, we'd be remiss if we didn't. We do have a show based on the Friday the 13th movies, but we'd be remiss if we didn't bring it up. Um I will say one thing, and since it is my birthday weekend, one of the early birthday memories I have in life was seeing the poster for Friday the 13th Part 3. It was released on the my birthday weekend um, back in 1983, I believe, um, the 3D movie. Yeah, uh, we went to the theaters. So I a, a bunch of friends of mine and I on my birthday, we went to go see Friday the 13th Part 3, one of my favorite ones where the mask is introduced. Um, so I will recommend that movie, even though. Some of the uh, transfers that you'd see because of the three is not very good. Yeah, Jaws of Revenge has the same issue on cable. Jaws three, you mean? Jaws yeah, three. Jaws three. Yeah, 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 same thing. Um, but I enjoyed Friday the Thirteenth Part Three much more than Jaws three. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, and we always bring up Jason Lives and 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 the first two. Um, do you have a, another one? And I know you like X, right? I do. I do. I find Jason X, which is the tenth installment. Uh, goes to outer space. I, I find it very inventive. Uh, and uh, we both enjoyed like Freddy David, versus Jason, right? 
I like that a lot. I mean, yep. that's sort of like a split reaction when that came out, but I thought that was well done. Uh, good cast. I thought the concept of bringing Freddie and Jason into the same world, I thought it worked. I think that is a very underrated movie, actually. And I would say the two to not watch for me, I know some people like the new chapter, but I, I could not stand that movie. Um, and Manhattan is just an, is a, it's a rip off. It's a con. It's a, uh, the, the Jason takes Manhattan was filmed in Vancouver and you don't see the city to like the last 20 minutes. It, it, they scammed you on that yeah, one. Yeah, That was a bad and, one. And the, the one where what's the one when he body jumps, right? Oh yeah. That's uh, I don't like that one at all. Yeah. That, that was uh, J uh, that was the final chapter. It wasn't that the final, it was going to be the, Jason goes to hell, right? Is that yeah, the one? Yeah, Jason, Jason goes, goes to, to hell. hell. Yeah, uh, I, I don't, I don't like that one. That one, I, in all full disclosure, that pissed me off when I watched that in the theater. Yeah, I just did not like that. I, I felt ripped off by that one too. I felt the same way with the final chapter when it wasn't even Jason killing people. It was like some guy whose son died in the first reel of the film that you didn't even realize he had a kid. I mean, that was a stretch to say the least. Uh, but they made up for it with part six because that's a really fun action movie to say the least. Any word on another one? They've been talking about a possible uh, somewhat of an, another reboot. I think eventually it will be rebooted again. I mean, I thought the reboot... Michael Bay's first, reboot? Yeah, I good. thought the first half was good. And then it's and then it started to where the luster came started to come off. So I, I was mixed on that one, but um, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, what they've done with Michael Myers, the only thing about Friday the 13th Halloween brought back Jamie Lee Curtis. That's an ace in the hole, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a Joker card. The Exorcist is going to bring back um, Ellen Burstyn. I mean, I know she's 88, but it's a major hook. Yeah. Right? Because you, you're connecting it to the original in a very, very strong way. I don't think there's really a way to connect the Amy original. Steel? Yeah, it's not. Nobody's not strong care. enough. How about no. Kevin Bacon really didn't die? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Elm Street, all you have to do is get England back. Yeah, pretty you, much. And you, create a, and you create a ton of interest, right? Yeah, pretty much. Or or somehow get Johnny Depp back. Yeah. That would be that would be yeah. uh, that would be fun. No, doubt I got about I got one thing I want to bounce off you this week in, in movie history, which was 32 years ago, 1989. The Abyss hit movie screens. And I, I find that to be a very interesting movie because James Cameron directed it. And I remember going to see that was the summer of Batman 1989, right? Field of Dreams also came out that year. And uh, I, I remember liking the trailers of the Abyss. I went to see it and I, I loved the Abyss. I did. I, even though the ending felt jarring. And then they announced uh, a special edition director's cut. Which I don't know. Awesome. I know six months later or something like that. Yeah. So. I knew it was it was screening in Manhattan. It didn't get a wide release at all. So I took the Mott's bus into Manhattan and I watched and I, I, I remember being blown away. I was like, man, that was like a gift from the gods. The, that director's cut, because in the original cut of the abyss, Cameron didn't have the power that he needed. And 20th Century Fox, who released the film, gave him an ultimatum on the running time. So we basically cut the, the last 20 minutes out. He, he literally cut 20, the last 28 minutes out of the film, puts it back in. He makes a really good movie into a great movie, I think. Yeah, I love, it, the, I love the Abyss. He changes the entire movie. He, he it, does. It, I mean, the whole message of it, everything. Uh, it, it's great. I, I, yeah. I, it, and I don't even know. I mean, 
can you find that cut anywhere? No, I, I have it on Laserdisc. Right, I do. Right. I have it on Laser, but it's never been the, the Abyss is not on Blu-ray. Uh, it's which is ridiculous. No, and it's stream. Well, that's Cameron for you, right? I mean, he's just. Well, they keep talking about he's he's in he's been coming up with a special edition for two years. True Lies also no yeah. no Blu-ray. Right, it makes no sense. He makes no sense. How many times have we talked about that? Right. He yeah, makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. I, um, all right. Uh, any other this days or movie news or anything I'm like good. that? I'm all right. Good. Let's uh, let's take a look at Fast Five, Chuck. We got a real good list here. I always share a birthday with three actors uh, every year. Uh, I, I'm always reminded Halle Berry and myself share a birthday. That's not too shabby, huh? Um, and I'm younger than Harry Belly, believe it or not. She is 55 years old and she looks incredible. Uh, Halle Berry. I know it's not Catwoman. What do you think about? I don't know. What do you, you tell me? Uh, boy, I love that scene in Swordfish. I could tell you that much. <laughs> She's good in that. Uh, she's good in that Bond movie. Die another day. Hey, Monst- Swordfish, Swordfish is a hard art movie. It is Monsters oh, boy, Ball. Is Obviously, she won yeah. the Academy Award. Yeah, she's a she's a she's a really good talent, has had a good career, very good career. Remember, she she's was a, a Bond girl. She's a stripper boyfriend, girlfriend in the last Boy Scout, too. She got a couple of good scenes yeah. early in yeah. that movie. Um, but, and, you she know, did, like, and, and she was in. Uh, was she which she's in a couple of Spike Lee movies? Yep. Early on. Yeah. Early on. She's, yeah. She's in the Flintstones. Right. I will yeah. tell you a movie. I will tell you a movie that was uh, underrated schlock that I, I really enjoyed was that movie called The Call. Yeah, she plays I, the agree with that. I was thinking about that. Too. Yeah, she was good in that. And then not she followed that up with another film called Kidnap, where her son gets uh, her kid gets kidnapped. It's a 90 minute quick action movie. I'm telling you, that movie's good. And as mm-hmm. her last two pretty big releases solo, uh, I definitely re- recommend both of those films. And she was um, in the last John Wick movie. Yes, she was. That's right. Yeah. Um, how about Steve is- Martin? I, I share a birthday with Steve Martin, who is 76 years old this weekend and still working hard with Martin Short. Got I, 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 I always go back to this because I do find I find the second half of Leap of Faith a really interesting movie. Yeah, but that's his, not the Steve Martin. Come yeah, on. Yeah, well, for me, it is. I like I like the that Father movie. of the Bride movies. Uh, a parenthood. Parenthood, Planes, Trains, love, and Automobiles. I, I, I know. I love Parenthood. And, I mean, and, and, and Planes, Trains, a great movie. And uh, uh, the Roxanne, he's really good in as yeah, well. I House mean, Sitter, it, I like. Come the, on. The, the Jerk. Uh, the the jerk, jerk is one of his early ones. Yeah. 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 I mean, all due respect, I, you know, Leap of Faith is a fine movie. Borderline. Dirty yeah, Rotten no. Scoundrels. Yeah. I mean, listen, and he also could do Martin could do comedy, could do drama. He's a good straight actor. It's, but I would say his wheelhouse movie is Father of the Bride, right? That's the because he took what he had yeah. in Parenthood. And then he had the goofy side of himself in that, too. And he did a couple of those movies. I mean, they stretched it a little thin with her getting pregnant in the second one. But it's still fun. And it's a real good character for him. I agree. Uh, another one I share a birthday with is Mila Kunis, uh, who is uh, you want to take a guess on how old Mila Kunis is? 36. She's 38, actually. Okay. Uh, and she uh, celebrates it today with me. I think of uh, the, the the one movie I liked her a lot in um, is uh, saving uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. I thought she was really good in that movie. Um, and then she's good in the Ted, right? She's in the first Ted, right? She is in the first Ted. Uh, I like her overall. I think she's a good act. She's a good actress. She never the, the bad moms movie was good, right? Yeah, I she's that. good in that. She's yeah. good in that movie. I think, you know, the, the book of Eli, she's a little it, it, it That's a weird mix. A little miscast. So, yeah, maybe a little bit. 
a black swan. Remember, she got a lot of critical acclaim, too. With, yeah, she's uh, good Corbin. in that movie. She's good in that movie. Yeah. Uh, really good actress. Uh, of course, she's Meg on Family Guy. Another great actress, Chuck, is Jennifer Lawrence. And uh, she celebrates a birthday this well this week as well. She's 31. Yeah. Um, she's been around a long time. She's only 31 years old already. And she she's hasn't done- worked a lot. She has. She's circling another big movie, though. I I just read that in one of the trades. Um, To me, I mean, the Hunger Games movies stand out. Yeah, I'm not going to go with that. I I like that movie she did with Chris Pratt. I I, because I like sci fi. I found it provoking. I do. I found it provoking. I actually like the other and the other movie she did with the where she played the salesman, the the housewife. Yeah, I like she. Well, she's real good in that movie. You're you're missing the obvious one, and that's Silver Linings Playbook, which she she carries that film, and yeah, uh, she won an Academy Award for that film as well. So uh, that's a great movie. Uh, David O. Russell and the uh, movie Mothers are really Mother. I love. I love Mother. It's yeah, it's out there, boy. But I love it. It's out there. And last but certainly not least, and I keep seeing the trailer for him and uh, and Matt Damon's new movie, The Last Duel. And I don't know what these two people are doing in that film. I think they actually co-wrote it as well. But Ben Affleck is uh, 50. uh, He's 49 years old, actually. Uh, I mean, we both loved his last film. But the the, he's uh, actually pretty young. Yeah, he is pretty young. He's younger than me. I thought he was done. He's gone. He's he's done a lot. We did love his last Listen, movie. It, the way back, I love. The way back, I, I, yeah. It's a signature movie for me with him. I again, I'm. A, I think he was. I think he was an awesome Bruce Wayne Batman. That's my opinion. He's I got do. a lot of uh, hidden, really good movies too. I agree. Uh, the the uh, changing lanes. That was a Listen, good flick. Very good movie. Even I listen. I know it gets trashed for whatever reason, but the Kevin Smith movie. Jersey Girl, Jersey right? Girl, yeah. I think he's really good, and I like that movie. Lift, I like that movie. I, I liked I him understand. in Chasing. Yeah, I liked him in Chasing Amy too. I thought yeah. he was good in that. Argo, obviously, won the Academy Award for. And although Gone Girl is is wacky and crazy, he's really good in it. Um, even, it's just a little over the top for for some people's taste. And of course, he's great in the uh, in uh, in Days and Confused. I mean, he's, he's got a signature. Listen, role even there. I even I enjoy Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, and you liked Armageddon, right? I mean, it's it just I did. Well, like, he's 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 he he's not the best thing in Armageddon. There's a lot everybody around. I mean, he's a right in Armageddon, but yeah, so it's an ensemble. But um, yeah, I like Armageddon. So uh, up next, it's not for- the, but it's because we talk about this because I I watch this on my 65 inch 4K in the ice cream parlor. But like deep, I sent you a text. I was watching Deep Impact again. Mm-hmm. That movie has a terrific script. Deep yeah, impact. it's yeah. really like it's a it's has a, it's the has emotional power that movie. Oh, absolutely. It's a tearjerker. That movie. That's a, when she says on the beach when she's holding her father, Maximilian shell and the waves coming. Yeah. And I think the I, I, I remember I don't I don't know if I saw a deep impact in the theater. I don't remember. No, you had to. You had to. I, I, maybe I did. I probably did. Yeah. But when she's on the beach. Oh, I did. I now I remember because that movie drew me initially because I, I thought it was going to be a big action movie. But what it is, it's a disaster it has a lot movie. of it has a lot of art house sensibility to it. That movie, it's a disaster it movie. It but the payoff is unreal. Movie. And yeah. uh, that is one shot with it when she's on the roof uh, and, and all the helicopters are flying. Yeah, you look, that's a great shot. That, 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 is, that movie holds up deep impact. I mean, it really holds up. It's good. Well, uh, it is really good. And, and we brought it up a lot. It, it, it's it's great ensemble cast. Uh, and, and we'll uh, 
you know. But when she's on the beach and, and you know, yeah, she's, I know the scene. And, I just and, don't and want you to spoil it. The, but the, I don't want you to spoil it. Yeah. But when she says daddy yeah. and the audience, the, I mean, that's pretty powerful. It is very powerful stuff. I cried my eyes out in that theater, in the theater scene. That movie is a real good movie. Uh, all right, Chuck, let's uh, look ahead to uh, fall and keeping our fingers crossed here because there's already one movie that's not going to happen. And that's Clifford, the big red dog, which is supposed to come out September 17th. They moved that film um, next year. Yeah. Labor Day weekend, Chuck, we're going to get um, the Cinderella remake, but it's only coming out on Amazon and it'll star uh, Camilla Cabello. Uh, looks pretty good. It's on so Amazon. You're, you're listing just uh, streaming movies, too. No, no, I'm listing all the major somewhat major movies and then shang chi and the legend of the 10 rings comes out another marvel movie well i gotta tell you it's on it's attached to free guy it actually looks pretty good yeah it looks pretty good i mean but it's again somebody knows more about this subject matter than i do right there's got to be a a, somebody out there that that loves this comic series because i sure don't know what the hell it deals with i don't know um is it it, listen i don't know what they spent on it but obviously it's you know, they're taking a chance on this. It's not a given that the masses are going to show up on opening weekend for this movie. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, the very next week in September, you got Malignant coming out. That's a James Wan um, only in theaters horror movie. Yeah. And again, only in theaters, a comedy starring Kristen Bell, which actually looks pretty funny. That's Queen Pins. It also co-stars uh, Vince Vaughn about these uh, coupon scamming uh, housewives. I don't know if you saw the trailer for it. It actually looks kind of funny. Uh, the guy we both like, Paul Walter Hauser's in it. He's got a funny role in it, it looks like as well. Of course, he was uh, in that Clint Eastwood movie about the Atlanta bombings that we both yeah. liked. And he always uh, always turns out to, uh, to, to go- give a good performance. Both of those movies come out as well as a smaller movie called The Card Counter with Oscar Isaac in it, Chuck. And I saw the preview for this movie. He looks exactly like Al Pacino in this film. How um, are you? I mean, I t- that's why I said he, I thought he should have been the Scarface when they announced Scar- a remake of Scarface. He would have been the right actor. Well, how would you define his career at this point? Um, not a household name. No, not at all. I uh, mean, I think people would say, oh, a guy who was in Star Wars, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, Poe, right? I mean, that's what he yeah, is. Yeah. But he, he, I don't know if he'll ever have that post-career a la Harrison Ford or something like that. Yeah, but he's not going to be Al Pacino. No. Uh, also out on Netflix on September 10th is uh, a movie called Kate, and it's an action movie with Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Woody we Harrelson. We both like her. We both like and, her. And that looks like a, a neat yeah, little action movie, but that's a Netflix only. That um, one, that one, uh, that one interests me. But it's boys seem it, it, September 17th as we move through here. Seems like they pushed Cry Macho up, right, Chuck? This movie kind of is getting released out of nowhere. It's gaining a lot of steam now with Clint Eastwood. Well, he 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 he. he Films movies really quick. Um, it's an interesting release date. I think it's good, especially for some of these smaller theaters that specialize in adult uh, oriented movies. This is one they need this type of movie. I was I was at the gym the other day, Chuck, and they had CNN. You were at the and, gym and Fox News side by side. Yeah. And um, on CNN, they're promoing um, a, a, a one hour special on uh, OAC and all the hope and all the stuff she does yeah. on the left. Yeah, yeah. You see a preview. They're doing a one hour special on Clint Eastwood. And I swear to God, they must have shown every movie Clint Eastwood's ever been in where he shoots a gun. And it's like it just while I'm watching while I'm where I'm looking at these two I'm like you. This is where how our country is divided just by these two promos alone and how these two major news networks 
just pump out the propaganda on each side. It's just yeah, ridiculous. I guess so. Um, but Clint definitely will have an audience there. Also coming out on September 17th. And this proof, uh, the the eyes of Tammy Faye, which is almost rec- unrecognizable. Uh, Jessica Chastain as uh, Tammy Faye Baker. In the is story. that what you call Oscar bait? It, 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 in a normal year. Yeah, she looks and and what's his name as uh, as uh, as the uh, what's a Jim Baker, he, the Spider-Man, uh, Andrew Garfield. You can't even recognize these guys. No. It's almost as like uh, it's almost like what's her name doing the Pamela uh, Anderson movie. Yeah, it's like out of yeah. nowhere. These I mean, but it she looks like she puts in a great performance. It's definitely a, a subject matter I'd want to watch. Yeah, I would, too. I think that's a very, very interesting subject matter. No doubt about it. And a movie called Everybody's Talking About Jamie. And I believe that's a transgender movie that's coming out just to uh, Amazon on September 17th, Chuck. So, again, it's a it's different kind of fall um, where some movies get released theatrically, some straight to uh, to streaming, uh, including Prisoners of the Ghostland, which is the next. We didn't Nick, we didn't Nick we didn't cage movie. We didn't discuss this uh, concept when we first started this podcast. I'll tell no, you we that certainly didn't. Spot. We never thought we'd be here um, coming uh, to, to September 24th is Dear Evan Hansen, which is a theater, um, a Broadway show that got ad- adapted, which stars uh, the very talented um, uh, Ben Platt. He, he did it on Broadway, too. That'll be in the, uh, in theaters only uh, on October 1st. You're going to get the sequel to the animated movie Adam's Family 2, Chuck. I didn't see the other Adam's family movie. Did you see the, the cartoon Adam's family? I, I missed that. No. Nope. Comes out against another animated movie, Hotel Transylvania, Transformania, which also comes out, Chuck. And then you're going to get also the prequel to The Sopranos, which comes out October 1st. Yeah, that looks good. The Many Saints of Newark. And Actually, now it's it screened already. I don't know if it screened at a film, but I've seen some reviews. Good, bad. Some, very good. Now, is this a like HBO a Max run. too or no? Yes, HBO Max, same day. Okay, good, because that's where I'll see it. <laughs> Let's be honest. This movie will work on, on a TV screen. Yeah, probably. Because the Sopranos worked on a TV yeah, screen. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Movie yeah. that won't work on the TV screen, and we keep our fingers crossed that it actually comes out October 8th, No Time to Die, Chuck. Uh, interesting thing here is, and much like the Jungle Cruise movies. And that some could of be these a metaphor old- for movie theaters, no? What's that? That could be a metaphor for the state of movie. Yeah, theaters. absolutely. No time but, to die. Right. But a lot of these big budget movies that got held over and got released kind of lukewarmish, like the Jungle Cruises of the world. Now, I mean, they came out, they did nice. Will this movie garner any kind of new buzz for a bomb movie? In what respect? Um, a typical James Bond fall release. Let's all, you know. We're pumped up about this. Now, I mean, it's a good question because do you feel like it could be like, okay, it's gone into well three times now that people would lose some interest in it? I don't know. That's what I, I don't. It's hard to say. Here's I mean, a tough part. The studio has got to invest money to market it in a big way. I mean, yeah. so, you know, their, uh, their um, all in cost keeps going up and up but i think sooner they gotta re- i think they have to hold tight on this release. now here's the question could it, can, does it have any chance of doing a billion dollars worldwide no absolutely no. not yeah probably plus not. the time frame is getting released i mean if they're gonna wait till october why not wait till thanksgiving i agree i don't you know i don't I, understand I agree that. i i don't either i don't either make it a thanksgiving release right yeah yeah 
It makes more sense. I mean, um, it could have been a Christmas release. Could have been. Yeah. It, Halloween, I don't get the, I don't get the October release there. I agree. The medieval film, The Last Duel, which I brought up with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and, and uh, Kylo Ren. And I mean, makes no sense for me, this movie. And I don't even know how it how Kylo it, Ren's in it. Yeah, Kylo Ren's. It might as well be Kylo Ren because that's the only way people are going to go to the theaters to see this movie, uh, uh, basically a jousting duel movie. I mean, Chuck, do is there any I mean, any appeal? These actors don't garner the mass appeal enough for people to go to the theaters to see this. See, Matt Damon's The Wall. Nobody saw that movie. No, but he got big. He got big. uh, He got got big big bucks uh, for that. Yeah, big overseas money to do that movie. China money. I can't see uh, Last Duel doing any kind of business, especially when you're looking at Venom 2. And Halloween Kills both come out the same day, October 15th. Yeah, well, Halloween Kills is is going to pull them in. So you think Halloween Kills beats Venom? Yes. You do? By a lot? Mm, uh, it's interesting you think it that. It might beat it by $20 million. Really? Yeah, I think it could. It's going to have a big opening weekend. Um. All right, well, we'll see what happens again. Again, I gotta tell going. you, I just watched the latest trailer to Venom, too. Yeah, it just, it just, and I sort of like the the first one because I I thought his performance was really interesting and was very character driven, and mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. This one looks like constant CGI, constant C. I mean, the whole trail is CGI. Yeah, yeah, I, I have zero interest. I still haven't seen the first one for that matter. Yeah, so. um, October twenty second, the long awaited Dune comes out. Timothy Chalamet in in the role that uh, a long time ago uh, the guy from Twin Peaks was in, right? Jeez, that was a million years ago. They're gonna try to reboot this and get it right, Chuck. Uh, Dune. Any interest for you in this sci-fi classic? The only being thing redone? about Dune I remember is the mixed response the original had when it came out. It was a David Lynch movie, right? Right. I mean, the one positive thing is that De- Dennis Nevenova is the director. I, I, and it's interesting that he's, because it's going to, to me, it's going to, I think I have the sort of the same results as is, uh, the the last uh, Blade Runner sequel. Yeah. Yeah. You might be right. You're right. But you, I mean, Oscar Isaac's in it. Rebecca yeah. Ferguson's in it. Josh Brolin. I mean, it's got a great cast. Got to get good reviews. I could tell you that. Yeah. If I it do. doesn't, that movie could be dead on arrival. And just like the other one, right? Just like the original. I just, yeah. uh, it was a slow burn bore. Uh, and also, you know, we saw the preview for Jackass Forever, uh, the final installment. Um, it was before the, the free guy yeah. that comes out. They're insane. These guys, I tell you what, they're still, he's uh, still doing it. Um, and he's, he's only 49 years old, believe it or not. Um, I don't know. I was never, this series never appealed to me, but I have to, I admit, never saw one in a movie theater, but they made me laugh on cable. I, I yeah. mean, it is. It's like, they're in, these guys are insane. Yeah, and I, the, it made me laugh in the theaters uh, uh, last night, too, just the preview. Uh, another Marvel movie, November 5th, Chuck. By the way, no real Halloween release. Other, I guess they're just staying away from Halloween Kills in the 15th. No horror movie other than a movie called Antlers and The Last Night in Soho come out Halloween release. But, Chuck, you're going to have Eternals come out. Another obscure comic Marvel series that actually makes reference to uh, the Avengers in their trailer, uh, you know, Angelina Jolie and a bunch of other people in it. I, I, again, I'm super heroed out and I'm it's really going to get make a 
for me to go to see this in the theaters, I'm going to have to see Killer Buzz and people just go crazy for it. I, yeah, I, I think I think, you know, I think there's going to you know because now you're getting into this like the second second tier of this type of yeah, material. That's what I mean. Yeah, I, mean. I could see people getting burnt out. Yeah, um, it, that comes out November 5th and then November 11th. I think the first the next big movie that I outside of the bomb movie that I really want to see this fall is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Again, a trailer that was on Free Guy and we had talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Really good trailer. Yeah, I agree um, with a with a with a potential. Uh, you know, you got Dan Aykroyd at the very end of the trailer as well. Annie pops pop, pops up on yep. the new trailer. Cool. Uh, this movie is going to be big, Chuck. And just a question of how many people can go to the theaters come November. That's the real thing that could only hold it back. Agree. Um, November 12th, you're going to get the Disney. I only bring this up because it's a reboot of Home Alone. But Home Alone, um, Sweet Home, Home Sweet Home Alone comes out on Disney Plus. November 12th. Now, what is the concept of this? Tell me. Just in time for the holiday season. Uh, a married couple tries to steal back a valuable heirloom from a troublesome kid. So I think it's the same. Stuff. OK, so because uh, I initially I heard they're going to flip it and make the married couple the hero and the kid. That would be bad. I don't think that would work. I, I don't think uh, the only people of who's in it. Who is in it? Keenan Thompson's in it um, from uh, Saturday Night Live. Ellie Kemper. From the office. So no Melissa McCarthy. No, nobody. No, nobody huge is in it. So they're going low rent here. Low rent Disney, right? They, they got the Home Alone product. They slap it on Disney Plus. They get more subscribers. I mean, what else do they want? Right. I, I'm sure it'll have some you sort of gonna close... outdo what they did. Uh, listen, I, Home Alone one and two, I, I think are classics. But yeah, they are. Um, they are. Uh, Kenneth Branagh has a movie coming out that weekend, too. He wrote and direct called Belfast. And then November 19th, Chuck, the long awaited Top Gun Maverick comes out. And after seeing Val a couple of weeks ago, I don't know what kind of role Val Kilmer could possibly have in Maverick. It's got to be a very short cameo. Yeah, I would think so. So, um, again, this is another one of those movies comes out against a high profile film called King Richard, which I think looks fantastic. And that's the Venus and Serena Williams story with Will Smith. That is definitely Oscar bait to me. I'm going to see King Richard. Yeah, I, I, I like I, I think that's a ter- terrific trailer because Will Smith's a tremendous talent. And that, like we said, it has that pursuit of happiness, Oscar buzz type material feel. It, it looks good. Does Top Gun Maverick? You know, I could see Val Kilmer I, I, in my mind's eye. I could see Maverick going to his character for some sort of advice. And he's like either like at home and he's a recluse or you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. That's the only yeah. it'll be a standalone scene, but it'll probably be an important scene in the movie. All right, Chuck, before before Thanksgiving weekend, which will will wrap on that note, November 19th. Give me your prediction. Does Top Gun just outdraw King Richard because of the subject matter? Yeah, it will. It will. Yeah. All right. Uh, then we got Thanksgiving weekend, which in the past, huge weekend, a lot of bomb movies. A lot of big budget movies. Some Oscar bait comes out. Mm-hmm. You're going to get um, uh animated flick from Disney called Encanto come out. Um, also, highly publicized movie now, and that's House of Gucci, which they're really pushing a lot with Lady Gaga. And again, Kylo Ren, Adam Driver, I mean, an unrecognizable listen, Jared I, Leto. I think uh, a Lady Gaga movies is going to create interest. And it's directed she's by... Sorta- She's sort of like, you know, after the, the massive success of A Star is Born, it's not like she's like pumping out movies. She's been this is she's been selective. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and that's and, a good career move. For and her, this I is think. a good subject matter. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. the Gucci air air and yeah. uh, Al Pacino's in it as well. Ridley Scott directs it. Hoo-ah. Uh, no. Hoo-ah. Um, and then we're going to get a prequel to Resident Evil. Chuck, they're not done oh. making Resident Evil movies. Welcome to Raccoon City. Let me ask you a question. Have they ever really made a good Resident Evil movie? I think I, one of them was all right. Like, I actually enjoyed the first one a long yeah, time. Yeah, I, 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 I actually thought you. it was decent. They're, they're all they're not not they're not bad, but they're not good. They're they're like they're like okay. Yeah, they're okay. And and but you remember when the first one came out, it was yeah. before all the there wasn't a lot of zombie movie like The Walking Dead and all no. that stuff. And, and so I give him some credit for a little bit of originality there, but I don't know if anybody's going to really care about a. I mean, a new. Uh, I don't think so. A prequel. They've all done okay though. They have. This one's not done by uh, P.W. Anderson, and and oh, she's okay. not in it either. So right. this is a total new uh, reboot. And you're also going to have a new movie called National Champions, which stars uh, J.K. Simmons, Simmons, and Timothy uh, Oliphant, along with Alexander Ludwig. I'm not quite sure what that movie is about. Um, a football team. I know that. So there are your movies for Thanksgiving weekend. It's a far cry, Chuck, from what we used to see coming in the theaters way back when on Thanksgiving. The Beatles Get Back will come out actually on Thanksgiving Day on Disney Plus, which is uh, a highly anticipated uh, documentary film by Peter Jackson on the Beatles. So uh, that'll get a lot of attention Thanksgiving weekend on TV, I would think for people to get some Disney plus, wouldn't you think? I mean, Peter Jackson's attached. Yep. Um, and then uh, that's it. That's Thanksgiving. And we'll get to Christmas. We'll do that preview and we'll keep our fingers crossed on the West side stories and the, and the Spider-Man's of the world and the matrix Four. these are all supposed to come out and, and, th- but you know, it's hard to do these shows now, Chuck, because when you look ahead, you don't know how far ahead you can actually look. No, ahead. You, you don't. Know? I mean, and when we wrap up the show, I mean, I, you could probably play uh, has to be a morning after, <laughs> uh, you know, to, to wrap things up because there has to be a morning after. Well, the reason I bring that up, too, is like a lot of these movies we've talked about. We've done about, I think, maybe three or four preview shows already. With but the here's titles here, in it. Here's the one thing, though. That I don't want to I don't want to be negative, but like. When movies this like a movie like The Suicide Squad comes out last week, you know, movies, theaters, HBO Max. And it, I mean, it sort of lays an egg and it, and it's like, there's no coming back from that. I mean, financially, like it, it's, it doesn't get the opening weekend that they need. And it just feels, I don't know. We're a long way from, we're still a long way from normal. That's my well, the, the real question is, do we ever go back? Right. I mean, do we go back to. I don't think anybody really knows the answer to that question. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we ever really go back, go back to when it was before really streaming had any viability. Right. It's right. it's going it, to. And also, you got to realize this. Think about this. How many people's habits have changed of not gone to the movies now in almost two years? Yeah. Right. When yeah. you start doing things that 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 you that. You haven't when when you haven't done what you've done and you you find something else to occupy your time. Yeah. Sometimes you never go back to that original trend that you had. Yeah, it sucks. And think about it. We, we always talk about movies, but, but think about network television. Think of the think of the punishment they've they're getting. Yeah. I mean. 
that ain't an easy model anymore. No. NBC, CBS, AB, you know, ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox. Absolutely not. That's, no. You know, I remember Brothers and Sisters on ABC like 10 years ago got canceled and it had like 11 million viewers a week. They kill for that number now. I know. They kill for that number. I know. Well, the Field of Dreams uh, game did well. We know yeah. that. And yeah. most watched the last Very, very years. cool stuff. Very powerful stuff. And Costner did a great job. No doubt about it. All right, Chuck, let's wrap there. We'll do this over again next week. All right. Uh, always a pleasure, Mike. And to the audience, thank you very much for listening. Thanks for listening to Movie Maniacs. Download one of our archived episodes. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts by Federated Media.